the name of Jesus we have prayed. Our Father, we give you thanks. You are here with us again today in Jesus' name. Let's declare the word of understanding as we begin to study. One, two, let's go. Now I declare that the Lord has given me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of him. And I'm being filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. As a result of this, I'm walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. I am pleasing him in all respects. I am bearing fruit in every good work. And I'm increasing in the knowledge of God. Now again, I incline my ears to his word. The word is entering my heart. It is giving me light and direction. It is healing me in every area. And it's making me more and more like the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I said amen. amen. That's your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Light will enter your heart. Amen. Direction will come to you. Amen. Healing on every side. Amen. Healing in every area. Amen. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Amen. From the depth of your spirit to outside your body. Amen. Healing in every dimension. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I speak to those eyes. Be clear in Jesus' name. Amen. I speak healing to those eyes. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. No affliction will hold on to your body. Because Jesus took them to his cross. The affliction has been buried. You resurrected with him in newness of life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say after me. Say in my body. Life is walking. Say it in my body. Life is walking. Life is walking. Say the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in me, is giving life to my mortal body, is giving life to my mortal body, is knocking away every affliction, every affliction is being healed, life is working, life is working, let me just say something to you, alright, you have the positive, now, I'm not talking positive thinking now, I'm talking about realizing something, are you getting my point, you know, if you if you start cooking rice, no matter how hungry you are, you will wait more. You get my point? You rush to your house, you put a, um, you put a uh, what do you call it now? Pot. Is that not what they call it? I've not cooked in a long time. All right? <laughs> Don't be angry that I'm forgetting things. So you get to the kitchen, right? You put a pot on the fire, you put rice um, inside the pot, and uh, you put water. You are very hungry. In fact, you are very hungry. But what do you do? Start eating the raw rice. No, what do you do? You relax. Things often take a process. They take time. But while you are waiting, you are sure it's cooking. You know, no, that's the idea. You know it is cooking. You know it is cooking. Like we say, your transaction is what? It's processing. When you get to an ATM, they say, wait while your transaction is processing. That's the attitude I want Christians to have about prayer. You are praying about something, know that it is working. It may not immediately show, but it is working. It's like you are cooking food. You may take a while, but it's going to get ready. It's very important. You must have that assurance that God is answering your prayer. The mistake Christians make a lot of times, they just, just believe that uh, it must work. No, 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 no. I want to ask you for something now. You sound very surprised. No, I'm not a conventional preacher. Okay, so I'm, not, I'm sure you're used to it by now. This guy, everybody says one thing. He says the other one. All right? When it comes to the area of money, hmm? quick wealth, reject it. Say you don't want it. If you go to a church, somebody say, you sow a seed tomorrow, be a millionaire. I say, I don't want to be a millionaire tomorrow. I like, no, tomorrow, I, what am I now? A tenure. <laughs> yes, a twenty-year is okay by tomorrow. Pastor, forget that thing. Don't worry. In a sh- don't worry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say, so a seed, in the one week you will be a billionaire. Say, Pastor, if I give you a billion, you say you go crazy. If you were not rich before, I give you a billion, you go mad. Mm-hmm. 
Give me food that is convenient for me. That's what the, the Bible says. Yeah. Otherwise, you will take the name of the Lord in vain. Is the truth? He said, ha, how do, how do me? I'll backslide. Backsliding has different levels. You know God enjoys your prayer. Do you know that? Yeah. He enjoys you coming to him to discuss matters. But when you have too much money, you say, Lord, I'll see you later. Let me handle this one. That's what happens. That's what it means to take the name of the Lord in vain. When it, no, that's an instruction. Listen to it carefully. When it comes to wealth, don't want it quickly. If they say, look, press this button tomorrow, you will no longer be a, 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 a 10 years before. You'll now be a multi-millionaire. Say, don't worry, I'm not in a hurry. Say, Pastor, don't worry. Next week, let's do 100. In one month, we'll do a few thousands. In, listen, that's how it works. That is how it works. Don't be in a hurry. This idea that God must answer me today, today. Don't worry. The one he will answer, you'll be sure you will not die. Like I tell you all the time, you won't die. Amen. Now, that one, let, me, let me assure you of that one. You are not going to die. Amen. If you are about to die, call me. Say, <laughs> Pastor Bank, you say I'm not going to die. I'll tell you, I'm not even coming to pray for you. Just don't worry. You won't die. Amen. You will not die. Amen. You are not going to die. Amen. There's a saying in Western Nigeria. Say the child that does not die must become an adult. Yes. What it means is that the guy that has not prospered, if he doesn't die, he, he, will, he will prosper. That's one attitude you must have. You are prospering. That is, you are getting better, you are improving, you are... And it's in the area of healing. You are getting better. Amen. You, know, I, I, you know, I'm in this kind of age. I'm not too old yet. Not as birthday was last time. I'm hanging between those who call themselves small, small boys and those who are senior boys. Not all these people like these ones that, uh, you know... <laughs> I'm going to the senior boy level. And because I'm a doctor, right? I know a lot of things. And I thank God I'm, a more, I'm, I'm more of a Bible man than I learned medicine. But this was more important to me. There are many things that I was taught long ago. I know the truth. My personal life, I experienced, I mean, I experienced, it, let me like this, the walking of the word regularly. And uh, you see where I'm going. There was a time, all right, I used to have this pain in my knee. My wife knows about it. I told myself that, this, you know, there are many, you know, that's why, oh God, if I say this, it surprise some of you. Start rushing to the doctor. Take her easy. What did I say? Take her easy. easy. Not every little thing. This place is spinning. You want doctor to feel it? Is it a cancer? Yes, it is. Hey, that's what you want to hear. I just told my wife, what, what's happening? I said, well, maybe it's the way I do I don't know. But every time it starts spinning me, I tell them this one. If, I know what the doctors will tell me. But I'm not going to go there. Every day I talk to it. Then recently I realized that, ah, this guy has, he hasn't talked to me in, I don't know how long. It's been such a long time. Me, I, that's my attitude. I will find a reason why it is happening. A good reason. What I'm by the reason, like now, is the way I drive. I change the way I drive. If it doesn't go away, I say it's the way I run. If it does go away, I say it's the way I walk. Whatever it is, I will say, this one, you are not a disease of old age. I'm not even old yet. But it's just small, small boys. One day, one of my colleagues, I saw him. <laughs> one guy was handing him Igbo. He said, is it Igbo? Okay, it's not Igbo. He's a pharmacist. Handing him a pack. <laughs> the guy was handing him something. So I said, what is that? Yeah, and the pharmacy said, look, he said, it's cholesterol-lowering drug. This guy was my classmate in university. He used to work in Enugu here. Ah. So I said, oh boy, you are taking cholesterol-lowering drug? He said, you know, just to be careful. The other day, they did my ECG. I had, he mentioned something that they saw in the ECG. I felt like saying, what were you looking for on this ECG machine in the first place? Now, this is how people start trouble for themselves. This guy, that time, he was, yes, he must have been in his 40s then. 
He woke up one day. For, you know, he's a doctor now. Let's, you know, they say doctors don't take medicine. Believe me, as a doctor, you don't need to take two. He's just you're a normal human being. So boy decided to let him prove them wrong. Let him go for tests. So did he see you and they told him, <laughs> oh God, the Lord is good. You don't know it's good, you read your Bible. They told that one, one spike was in the wrong place. So he decided that, of course, they would tell him he's having maybe ischemic tendencies. So to solve it, the guy go collect all the kinds of Igbo. That's what I call it. One pharmacist now was now supplying him drugs. Drug na drug, whether na cocaine. <laughs> just joking. Ah, so I look at the guy. What is this you are doing? He said, just wants to be sure. And you are taking cholesterol lowering drug at this age? Do you have high cholesterol level? And the other time, the story starts. I looked at him and shook my head. Believe me, the drug he was buying destroys the pancreas. Oh, people don't know. People don't know these things. I don't want to go there. But me, I'm a very different person. I will tell cholesterol, you're not serious. I'm going to outlive you. That one is for sure. Of course, you know I've outlived that noise of cholesterol. This is how for many years they were telling everybody, if you eat egg, you will die. If you eat egg, you will die. This guy was eating egg and telling everybody, I am not going to die. You, you're all witnesses. I said, Lila, I don't believe a word of it. And I had two reasons for not believing them. One, faith reason. Secondly, faith helped me to understand. He said, I have more understanding than my teachers because your testimonies and my meditations. That gave me a lot of understanding. Said, These people are telling lies. Last year, the family said, sorry, it was a mistake. After 30 years. 30 years of telling the whole world, don't go this way. I have a very strong, positive attitude. If I fall sick, first thing I believe, I'm getting well. No, I've fallen sick before, many times. But I have an attitude. I am getting well. If you measure my blood pressure and say it's, go, it's up, I will have an attitude that's coming down. You can't. Oh, how do I explain it? You can't prove to me. If you come now and say, you say I have a big tumor in my head. Instantly, I believe it is shrinking. It's my attitude though. I am convinced it is getting better. I will exercise the brain until the tumor runs away. But as for me, I won't die for any devil. Are you getting my point? Yes. It's the tumor that will die, me, I will live. It's an attitude. And look, that's why I'm always smiling. How many times do you see me frowning? No, I'm always smiling. I don't, I've never believed in my life that I'm getting poorer. Those early days when they would pay at the end of the month, they give us 6,000 naira. I remember very well. And it wasn't big money, it was $70. It was $70. One guy said I should be giving 500 naira every month. So at the end of how many years, he will give me I've forgotten how much. He says it's insurance. If I don't die, of course, I'm not, I wasn't planning to die. And the years has passed now. I didn't die. That they will refund this amount of money. So I looked at it. I can't remember the exam. It's been some time. But let's assume 150000 I looked at this guy. I will give you 500 naira every month out of my 6,000 naira. That's like, I, 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 are, you, are you a pastor? Why should I ties to you? Are you getting my point? You're an insurance company for goodness sake. You want to collect in quote my ties? At the end of how many years, you now give me back how much? 150 or so. I told the guy, I said, you don't understand. By that time, 150 will not be money. I, and I told him straight. I said, by that time, I said, it's not worth it. I, said, I told the guy, I said, look, I'm playing too much for what you're offering. That this 500 naira now, you know, you know, is, you know, they say you must give to the Lord something that what? Pains you. If I'm running at that time, used to pain me. Because on, on 6,000, 500 naira was heavy. The, I told the guy, forget it. Now, what, what am I talking about? I just had this persuasion 
that forget it, I'm getting richer. I, I was persuaded. I was poor. I didn't have money. I didn't have anything. No. But I said, this one, I am going to have more money than what you're offering. And as God lives, by the time the 150 will have matured, I'm not lying. What about, what's there to lie about it? By that time, I was now giving 150,000 as offering. Like, okay, something important project is coming up. Oh, how much is your contribution? Okay, put me down for 300,000. Write my name down. I'm giving you 250. By the time he was planning to give me... Now, I, I don't know whether you're getting my point. <laughs> Look, as I then, that time I was asking for my 500 naira. Hmm? It was more difficult for me to part with the 500 than to part with 150,000 the time he would have given me the money. How did I know it would happen? It was my faith attitude. It was my faith attitude. I said, for me, in my life, the path of the, of the just is shining brighter and brighter. And that's what I'm bringing to you this evening. Have that, you know, life is working attitude. Life is working attitude. That's what I'm, I'm trying to you. Have that life is working attitude. Believe me, it's actually working. Yesterday, somebody spoke with me in the office for about two hours. At the end of the day, I sent a message to my brethren, my child group. I said, brethren, I realize I don't like negative people. You know, I've not had them around me for a long time. It's people like you I've been talking to for a long time. So we're always on the same frequency. We believe things are getting better. God is getting gooder. He can't get gooder. <laughs> That's not my point. <laughs> you saw what I mean? <laughs> in manifestation, and after I saw somebody who was picking every error in the environment. You know, some of these things, they forward around. Please, I want to beg you. Stop, stop forwarding them. You know, one of our brothers forwarded something today. We're just so upset. What was the forwarded that, um, what do you call it? What's a country? You know those what a country kind of things? That uh, Big Brother Africa, 24 million. Uh, that's for winner. No, Big Brother Nigeria, 24 million. 20, uh, 48 million for Big Brother Africa. Then whoever wins a good ultimate search, 10 million. Then after they now finish, they now turn around and say that Cowbell, 50,000. Is it 100,000? Uh, this one, the BMTM film, now 10 million. All those kind of things. And I say, what a country. No wonder we're not moving forward. Education is key. You know, do you know the truth? Don't forward those things around. They are lies. Everywhere in the world is like that. Julia Roberts is what? A professor of what? Of mathematics. Is that what she is? What is she? An actress. Thank you. If she signs for a movie, the movie die make her not matter. Once she signs, you pay her $20 million. Julia Roberts signed off fee as about... I'm giving a story of nothing less than seven years ago. What, $20 million sign up? She, 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 she has not done anything, no. $20 million for her to sign. One day we asked uh, one of our professors, came, a pathologist, came for a conference we had in Ibadan, a, a, a workshop. So my colleagues were asking how much the pathologists earn in the U.S. He said, if you make it to be a director of a large laboratory, they pay you half a million dollars a year. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. A very senior pathologist in the United States gets $500,000 a year. Julia Roberts, one movie, $20 million. It's like that all over the world. There's nothing new in it. Even in America, you heard this out there, Secretary for Housing now. What is his name? Ben Carson. He said, please, start putting the faces of school teachers and scientists on, on uh, what do you call it, cereal boxes. Because he said, I don't want that they will put musician and basketball, that the children are dead, they are not learning again. So what is the big debate in Nigeria? We have not done anything half as bad as those guys have done. So why do, why do people like to spread negativity? 
They, they wear away people's face. You read things like that, your, your faith goes down every day. And they will tell you every day how much, that's one that irritates me. How Islam is making advance. You sit down there, Islam is advancing. Better get up and advance. <laughs> let, me not, let me not start again. Some things I just hear that I get upset. All those negative things, believe me, they wear out your face. When it gets to your phone, let it end there. Read it, delete it. If somewhere you can talk to tell the person, say, you know no book. You, you, know, you don't know what you are saying. Every time they are trying to show you what's wrong with your society. Believe me, they are wearing out your faith. That is why one day I heard the story of one man, one visa lottery. Successful businessman, you know, trader, what he was doing in Nigeria. He had his own shop, had his own business, had a wife and four children. They say, okay, visa lottery. Now he pack, pack wife, pack everybody, rich America. When they reach there, no, of course, the way visa lottery used to be, they don't do it anymore. That is, the Nigerians don't play anymore. You have to have, like, a host. Somebody will receive you. So this is what they received him. You know what they helped him do? Now, this is the reality. The guys have to help. They just helped him settle down. Helped him get a house. As soon as he settled down, all the money will carry come from Nigeria. After a few months, he go finish now. Somebody asked him. So the guy now realized, oh, boy, things are not the way I thought to. Somebody now asked him that, why did you even move in the first place? He said, I didn't know it would be like this. <laughs> By that time, he had become a construction worker. Yeah, carrying, you know, forget this construction worker. That's what you call in America. Here is Mason. <laughs> that is the real name. The guy has started carrying Pongo. No, I am not kidding. God in heaven knows I'm not lying. But why am I talking about it? It's all those negative things. They tell you every time your society is bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. I told one of our brothers came the other day. We've been abroad for a long time. When he came home, he visited a lot of our brethren. He kept on saying something. You people are doing well, oh. You people are doing well, oh. Ah, they're doing well, oh. He said, ah, you guys are doing well, oh. My wife, and they look, say, bros, you go to America. Don't mean with the sleep for hell. <laughs> no, it's true. As God was blessing you in America, yeah. you think God forgets us in Nigeria. Mm. The same God that was blessing you there, he was blessing us here. Yes, sir. A friend of mine, he's in, he's in the U.S. He's been in Enugu here, you know. We're, we're all Nigeria together. He went to the U.S. Then one day he came home, and I took him, you know, we had to go around town to go and visit some of his old guys who used to be in the same office. I went to one of, one of the homes here. My father in heaven. The lady asked him, oh boy, when are you coming back? You know what he said? Maybe when I get a, a, enough money to build your kind of house. He told me something. He said, when we're going to the house, he said, I remember her husband that time. He said he'll, he'll come to their office and be waiting while they are doing seminar. And they'll be laughing at him. Like this boy, go and find work. Your wife will just keep him in the car for a long time. When we go to the guy's house, I told him, what are you dealing with? That this guy travels around the world. He said, eh? I said, look, you don't get the point. As you were in America growing, so were they in Nigeria growing. But people tend to be frozen in their minds. You know, they remember when they saw you last. Yes. They still want to come and dash you 1,000 naira and you think you'll be happy. Yes, they remember when they saw you last. Ah, so when they arrive now, you drive to the airport to pick them up. And you, drop, you stop them there at the mall. You come down, you blow 10,000 bucks to entertain them. They are wondering, what's going on here? <laughs> when you traveled this, uh, unless you, you know, sometimes people behave like they don't really believe in God. Because if you really believe in God, if God has blessing you in America, in Europe, Australia, whatever you are, who told you that God does not know how to work in Nigeria? Who told you? 
What am I trying to say? Listen, have that attitude that God is working in me. Life is working in me. Declare it. He said, life is working in me. Life is working in my finances. Life is working in my health. Listen to the word of God. You will be healthier tomorrow. This 24 hours tomorrow than you are today. And you are not going to die. Listen, let nobody lie to you that you are getting older. Be struggling with the young people. I read something long ago in Data's Digest. He said, you know problem with old men? They are too busy to do things that young people do. That's why they become old. So, Richard, yes, when you are walking on the road, you know, children, if they say, everybody, let's walk on the road, they go to the edge of the gutter and they walk on the edge of the gutter. He said, that's why they have balance. <laughs> Reader's Digest said, that is why they have balance. But there are the old man, he said, hey, what are you doing there? Junior, come back. So, that one can walk on the flat road. Then the child says, Papa is not looking. He jumps to the edge of the gutter and he's balancing. He's balancing. No, when you tell him to close his eyes, he closes his eyes, there's no problem. When you tell old man to close his eyes, he begins to stagger. So that's what I just said is because the, that so it was encouraging older people that do some of those silly things of children. Yes, when you see a small ledge like that, you to climb on it. When nobody's looking, just carry one leg up and do like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I read this in Reader's Digest. They were encouraging people that that is the problem. But Nessie now said that what is wrong with you? Say ah, you know, you know I'm. You know I'm old. My back, at this age, my back is no longer strong. <laughs> Yesterday, my wife told me that her back was aching her. I said, baby, there's nothing wrong. You carried load. He said, I can't remember. I did a few things. I said, I punched, I punched. I said, this is your muscle is paining. You carried load. I can't remember. I said, just trust me. You carried load. I'm not dragging you to any doctor for it. I've given you what, that's all, that's all your medicine is. You carried load. If it's paining you too much, go and drink Panadol. But that pain, it will go away. Don't make pain look as your friend, you know. My guy, you're around. Where are you going to pay me today? Shoulder. Okay, take the shoulder. <laughs> oh, declare saying the name of Jesus. Life is working in me. The life of God is working in me. I'm healthier today than I was yesterday. I will be healthier tomorrow. Say, perfect health is my portion. Say, perfect health is my portion. I like to say this all the time. Say, age is not a disease. Age is not a disease. I don't mean as a joke. Age is not a disease. In your life, age is not a disease. Say it, in my life, age is not a disease. Now, age is allowed to do only one thing for you. And that's to make you wise. You will have the wisdom of the aged. Amen. That's experience. You know, you know, yesterday I know this happened a lot in my house. I'm walking, I see maybe one of my kids, they put a tab, alright, on the table, and they plug it to the wall across to be charging. You know, as an old person, I just go there, I unplug it. Don't I want it to charge? No. The wire is crossing the road. You know, experience just tells you that. Because if you're walking, somebody trips over it. Next thing you hear Samsung will hit the floor. And please, may your Samsung screen not break. Ah, you won't say amen. amen. If you are using Samsung, may the screen not break. The screen of Samsung, when it breaks, you will see adults begin crying. Who put this in here now? Because I told them not to put it there. And if you wonder, why is he crying? Isn't it Samsung? So you know those little things, experience. So when you are passing on the road, you know, just somebody charging something there, you just unplug it. Why? And you don't even talk to anybody. Over time, too, as they grow older, they too, they will learn it. Yeah. Those are the little, little things. You are checking in the room. Who put this thing here? 
Never mind, come back. You unplug it. Why? Power sword. You know, little things. That's what it does for you. It accumulates experience in your head. You become wise. You start realizing that you don't need the wedding of the century. Because somebody will do a better wedding tomorrow. Yes, it's true. One day after my wedding, I regretted buying the shoe I bought. <laughs> Honestly, it was expensive. And I didn't enjoy it after. It pained me on the wedding day. The thing was pinching my leg. You know, you are walking like this. Shoe is pinching. If I have to wear now, two things I will not buy. Those shoes and the shirt I used. I won't buy those two. The morning of the, the day before the wedding, I ran to the market. My friend, I had to go and buy one very nice white shirt. After the wedding, I realized it was of a lower quality than my old white shirt. But they just had this philosophy that your white shirt had to be new. Who said so? To whom? On what occasion? <laughs> that is what is called the wisdom of the aged. With experience, you just start knowing some things. They are, I mean, there are cars who bought those they won't buy now. We just won't bother. You know, the older you get, the more you know, especially when your head is correct. Not as if you, you know, there are old people that are smoking in their head. But I'm talking about normal people. You start, you start knowing things that are important in life. You remember the time you borrowed money to do something. You, still, you are still feeling like a footy today. And that was 18 years ago. You are still feeling stupid. That who told me to borrow that money? You know how much interest you paid. They told them, somebody died. You have to bury your father properly. You know, I realized that one day somebody died now. And they come, the guy was trying to borrow money. I said, boy, if you came from where I came from, I don't know about your village, but where I come from, you can bury people any number of times you like. My part of the country, if your father dies, you don't have money. Don't worry anybody. Just bury him. Very simple. Just call family people, do church service, do interment. They don't wait. Then the day you hammer, bam! You now say your father has been lying on one side. <laughs> That's how they do it there now. That is not good. That you, know to, you need to turn him and arrange him properly. So who will turn two sides, two cows? Who will carry him on this side and another two? You buy goat, buy cow, call the most expensive musician, close the street, and party starts at 7 o'clock and finishes at 7 a.m. And all the white drink and these things flowing. They was happening. They said, ah, because my uncle did that, I remember. He said his father died two years before. Uh, sorry, 12 years before. And my father, all of us, had to go home to go and rebury a man that died 12 years before. So I said, what happened? They said he's arranging his side. <laughs> I told that my guy that they said, oh boy, you don't need all of this borrowing money. Relax. Two small things. Then when God blesses you, come back home. And say, look, you, you forgot to cover the casket. <laughs> Time to cover the casket. Well, I said, these are the things that age teaches you. Those are the only things age is supposed to do for you. And of course, the more you read scripture, the wiser you become. When my wife will ask me some questions once in a while. The way I produce answer for her, she'll be wondering, how did they take note of these things? I said, girl, I started studying this Bible. Which are we now? Gold is exactly 30 years ago. I began in 87. I'm not talking about the one I read in secondary school. But I mean, like, the Bible now became my own. I was reading Christian literature. By that time, I was a second, third year medical student at the University of Benin. That was second year. I now began to read scripture. 87. It's 30 years this year. I'd never broke it one moment. I've read the Bible constantly for 30 years. That's why I, no, that's why I don't defy anybody again. Big man, fit on himself, God, that is a lie. I take no, bring your Bible, may I bring my own too, yeah? That's what age does for you. Are you getting my point? 
That's what age does for you. That's all the Lord said is allowed to do for you. He allows you to grow gray. You know why? So that they will know you are wise. That's what the Bible says. But listen, age does not make you forget. Say amen to that. Too. Amen. It, doesn't make, it doesn't make you weak. Amen. It doesn't make you bend. Amen. It doesn't make you blind. Amen. It doesn't make you sick. Amen. Age does not make you malfunction. Amen. It doesn't make you weary on yourself. Amen. Listen to me. Age does not enlarge your prostate, man. It does not. Listen to me. Age does not say you stop being beautiful. Women, that's a matter of fact. As an old woman, kings were still fighting over Sarah. The only thing I have found from my Bible that age is allowed to do for you is make you wise. And that will be your portion in Jesus' name. Doctors will tell you the older you get, your bones become thin. Now, reject it now. Say, I reject it. I reject it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I reject it. I reject Say, my bones do not become weak. My bones do not become weak. I said the other time, let's read the Bible and know Bible stories. So that we know the acts of God. What I've said is a matter of fact. The acts of, these things are not, they're not stories though. What I mean, they're not just folk tales. They really happened. Yeah. I like the man Caleb. At the age of 40, he was a particular strength. At the age of 85, the same strength. And he told his brother Joshua, look, all I need is just your instruction. Just say, go ahead. Once I hear that, go ahead. Just watch me. At the age of 85, he led a charge against giants. Age is not allowed to make you weak. It's not allowed to make you sick. It's not allowed to make your bones brittle. It doesn't make you forget. The only reason why you might forget as a normal old person blessed by God is when you have so many things in your mind. No children don't think about many things. Children just think about a book in school, who pays for DSTV, and that's all. And you know, children, the way they know some things that you'll be wondering, ah, are these people smarter than me? My kids will pick my tab and be showing me instructions on a game. And this game, you know, they don't come with instructions. They will decode everything. So after a while, I start wondering, ah, he said, I don't know book again. <laughs> You know book. It's not like you don't know book again, but you have rechanneled the brain. (laughs) There are so many other things to do. But this brain is getting smarter in Jesus' name. Your brain is getting sharper in the name of Jesus. Age is not making you forget. No, it's not allowed to. It's not allowed to. The only thing age is allowed to do for you is to make you wise. That is the only thing it's allowed to do for you. So declare, say in the name of Jesus, Jesus. life is working in me. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Life is working in my brain. I don't become forgetful. Listen, amnesia is not your portion. Dementia is not your portion. People start making, you know, sometimes I read the BBC uh, health um, news and all of that. I just read some of the things they say there. I just shake my head. They will predict that the number of cases of Alzheimer's in the UK is going to triple over the next how many years. And they will soon come to Africa and start showing us that we have Alzheimer's too. All those kind of stories. When they are saying it, I just are shaking my head. I say, Father, in Jesus' name, me, I reject it. I say, it will not be my portion. At the age of 90, I will be, look, I will do arm wrestling with my grandchildren. In Jesus' name. And I will defeat them. They had better go and walk out. They start calling that strong grandpa. I say, Grandpa, if you get a mend you, that is, no, really. What is it? Can I be these things? 
Look, Paul said, I want to know him and the power of what? His resurrection. That's what we need in life. You know, like God, let his power we read about in the book. Let it occur in our lives. In your life, I cause diabetes in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not be diabetic. Amen. Let nobody say it's because we are old. No, you, life is working in you. Amen. I speak to that pancreas. Work properly. Amen. You are working for a child of God. Wake up and do your job. Amen. You are part of the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is inside your pancreas. Wake up and live. Amen. I'm speaking to somebody's pancreas. I say, wake up and live. Amen. Doctors will tell you that it's getting older, it starts getting... I know all the English, believe me. I know the English they speak. If, you, if I started here now, I don't want to start harassing you so with the English we speak there. One time I read that, I said, this is death walking. You know, look, I used to tell people those days, I said, look, they said I should come and do autopsy. Somebody died and look at their faces. I know they are looking for the witch that killed the person. <laughs> so I will tell them, say, listen, I can do autopsy and know what killed your person. But I will not be able to say whether it's witch that sent it. I said, but the arrow of the witch, trust me, I will find it. Of course, you get there. The arrow of the witch is uh, acute ventricular failure. Which of the witches? I told you I don't know. <laughs> what I'm, the fact that you have identified the physical thing does not mean it is not light, it is not death that is working. Yeah. Death is a principle. It works. It's a principle. It latches onto somebody. It starts wearing the person down bit by bit, bit by bit. Start blocking the arteries. Starts blocking the vessels, crippling the nerves, weakening the bones. It's the principle of death working. So what the child of God needs to do is reject it and bring life into his system. That's why I speak to that pancreas. Age is not the problem. It's death that is the problem. And we are seen as believers. We have the spirit of Christ in us. That spirit has given life to that pancreas. Yeah. Listen again. I want to speak to somebody's pancreas, which is where the same insulin is coming from, to prevent the person from being diabetic. I speak to that pancreas. You are walking in the temple of the Holy Spirit. I therefore command you, wake up and live. Wake up and live. The spirit of life is working in you. Therefore, diabetes is dead in the name of Jesus. Our urine goes back to normal. Your metabolism goes back to normal. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, old age. Everybody say, old age age is not a disease. disease. Say, old age age is a blessing. It's a blessing. Say, I am blessed blessed with every spiritual blessing. In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Say it again. I have been blessed. And I am blessed. I have been blessed. And now I am blessed. Say the blessing of God is making me rich. Say it in my health. I'm getting richer. Financially. I'm getting richer. In understanding. I am getting richer. In the function of life. In every area. I am getting richer because I have the blessing with me. Say it again. Say the blessing is with me. The blessing is in me. It is working. Life is working. Please just take a minute or two and thank the Lord. All right? Just thank God. Say, Lord, I thank you because life is working. Jesus paid for it. It's not free. Jesus paid for it. Jesus paid for it. Jesus paid for it. Jesus paid for it. Say, my immune system is working. Life is working in my immune system. I'm able to fight every affliction. I'm able to fight every infection. I'm able to fight every disorder. Because my immune system, life is working in it. Say, I receive life. Jesus died that I might have life. And I have it abundantly. That light, life is working in me. Begin to give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Oh, Derek Prince will always emphasize that you should always say thank you. 
That if you believe it, you will say thank you. That if you believe it, you will say thank you. That if you believe it, you will say thank you. Oh, the reference always saying that thing. He said, if you believe it, you will say thank you. Begin to give the Lord thanks to everybody. Say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Just be thanking him. Thank him. Give him thanks. Say, Lord, I thank you because life is walking in me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Oh, I'm moving towards life. That is, life is dragging me towards perfection. Perfect healing. Perfect understanding. Perfect functioning. Perfect insight. Perfect vision. Speak to your eyes, oh. These eyes, you will not degenerate. You will not have cataracts. I will not become short-sighted or long-sighted. My retina will not degenerate. Ah, doctors magnify these works of death as if it's a normal thing. And Christians accept it as if it is normal. No, we fight it all the time. We fight it all the time. Say, death, you will not walk in me. Death, you will not walk in me. Life, you will walk in me. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in me now. And is giving life to my mortal body. He said, if the body is subject to death because of sin, yet the spirit will give it life because of righteousness. Say, I have been made righteous in Christ Jesus. I have been made righteous in Christ Jesus. Believe me, even in old age you can bear children. That's what the Bible says. It's clear. I have been made righteous in Christ Jesus. Therefore, the spirit of God is in me. Is giving life to my mortal body. Because of righteousness, the spirit of Christ is in me. Is giving life to my mortal body. In me, life is working. In me, life is working. Everybody declares, say, I have passed out of death. I have passed out of death. You know, that's one of the scriptures I learned very early in life as a believer. John chapter 5. He said, I have passed out of death. He said, who that is? Let me just read it. I feel like reading it. Quickly, let me, if you have your Bibles, you can quickly join me there. John chapter 5. One of those earlier scriptures that we read. Those days. He said, truly, verse 24, truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. Now, to believe, of course, we've talked about it, is to hold on fast, to keep his constant gaze on him. He said he has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into what? Life. Has passed out of death into life. life. Now, I want to ask a question. If you are here and you are hearing the word of God, give me amen. Amen. If you are here and you, are, you believe in Christ, give me an amen. Amen. Now what does that say concerning you? It means you have eternal life. Yes. And you have passed out of death. And you have passed into what? Life. life. Now begin to declare, say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I have eternal life. I have, eternal life. I have passed out of death. I have passed out of death. And I have passed into life. I have passed, life. I have passed out of death. I have passed, of I have passed into life. Because I have eternal life. Say now. I have eternal life. Because of eternal life. Because of eternal life. I walk above sin. I walk above the devil. I am healed. From the top of my head. To the soles of my feet. Say I am healed. From the top of my head. To the soles of my feet. I keep on saying this thing to people. Somebody needs to hear it again. No witch can curse you. Stop praying about them. It's even enough. I, look, I have never raised prayer point about witch. Why would I do that? And I hear me say it, I'm preaching. I'm just trying to tell people 
Near success syndrome is called ignorance syndrome. Forget that. If you have understanding, near success will leave you alone. And believe me, even Warren Buffett has had near success syndrome. Warren Buffett says it's not every business that works. <laughs> Why are you making look like near success syndrome is unique to you? You know what the Bible says about success? Say the righteous man will try seven times, and six of them may not work. Are you getting my point? Yeah. Yeah. He will fall seven times, then the Lord will raise him up. So what's the big deal? It's like every time I do a business, it doesn't work. Even Robert Kiyosaki said, always value the lesson. Yeah, look, there are many businesses you look by the time. If you ever watch this film, this series, you should watch this reality show, Shark Tank. If you can lay your hands on it, watch it. You learn a lot. Look, you can get an MBA. If you get like six seasons of Shark Tank, get like, like eight seasons. Sit down, watch from beginning to the end. You will know as much as somebody who did an MBA. Yeah, anything they say, write it down, go and investigate it. In a year of watching Shark Tank, you have your own MBA. So when you are watching those programs, they will tell you that, listen, some of, they, they, I mean, these are investors, they sit down, it, it's the same thing, that's the American version of Dragon's Den, alright? They sit down, you present your proposal and everything, your plan, everything. A lot of times, and the one guy they are liking, Mark Cuban, he's very, very, I mean, he's a billionaire. Apart from being a billionaire, the guy is very, very intelligent, you know, he knows a lot of stuff. They will analyze your business for you and show you where, oh boy, this is not the work. But when you, when you were coming, you were so sure to work. That's why you came. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary will tell you, say, oh boy, go and shoot that thing. <laughs> that thing has no prospect. Now, what I'm talking about is that when you were coming, you were so sure it would work. I'm not saying they are the word of God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm going to say that even in normal life, those who have done business, they know that most people that start businesses, the businesses are not viable. So it is not as if there's a spirit specially worrying them. It's something that is common. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. So if one doesn't work, you will have learned some experience from it, and you move to the next one. Don't turn yourself, you know, this victim mentality. It is because a witch says I will not succeed. How can a witch say you will not succeed? If you are a son of mine, you know, little boy in my house, I will flog you for that statement. That you don't know this child of who you are. There are statements you don't make if you are a child of God. People who say that my auntie says I will not marry. That's the most stupid thing you can say. If you go to a church where they tell you that, find another church. You are being passed by a man that knows nothing. He sits down with you and he prays that the auntie that says you will not marry. Today, today. Pack your Bible. Say, Pastor, go to school. Go to the Bible school. No, it's not their fault. When all of them are following TV, Joshua, why won't they say things like that? <laughs> no, man of God. Many of these pastors stay in their homes. They stay in their homes. They are watching TV, Joshua. I have never seen a greater drama like that. It is obviously a scripted show. Men who claim they are called to ministry will be watching. They are pastors and their mentor is T.B. Joshua. Ha! May God deliver that your blind pastor. And for you, better deliver yourself first. Find another church. They will not go there. Somebody will be telling them that, eh, eh, uh, today I want to thank the man of God. <laughs> I have never once in my life Sin that tell somebody, say, give your life to Christ. Your sin is what is pursuing you. It is always mommy water spirit. Where did you come from? I come from the Atlantic. <laughs> I'm supposed to destroy, and, I, I will destroy. And you will see them going there, and you will be sending them expensive holy water. You know, human beings like to be mugud. You know, they to mugud somebody. Yeah, yeah, 
They mugunize their life. They drop. Let me tell you, in case you do not know it, I know what I'm saying. A witch can never, can never, can And they know. They know. They can never utter a word against a child of God and expect it to stand. Listen to me. God is my witness. They know. Most of those witches you hear about, na script, na movie. The real witches, they know how far. The real ones. Who wonder? God asked the Satan, have you considered my servant Job? He said, yes, I consider him very carefully and I kept my distance. Before Satan could go near Job, he, had to, he and God had to discuss. God had to withdraw the DSS around him. No, he had to withdraw the DSS around Job. I said, guys, leave Job. They pulled back. They, they were around his family. They pulled back from around his businesses, pulled back from around his children, and surrounded only Job. So that was when Satan went, took out his business, took out his children. But that Satan did not go near Job himself. He now went back to God. God said, how far? He said, the guy is very smart. He's maintained his integrity because he's intact. So he told the, he told the DSS, you guys move. Move away from the flesh of Job. God only his spirit. He can't die now. That affliction could not kill Job. At the end of the day, God said, boys, return to your duty posts. He now released what they call the recovery angels. Recover things for him. In a short while, Job was as rich as he was before, and he had the same number of children that he had before. I hope you are getting my point here. Yes. So let nobody come and deceive you that the witch said that uh, you will not make progress. Believe me, they don't say it. They can't say it. They know. If any witch, any witch is trying to say it, it's not a real witch. Or they don't suck him. Used to be a witch, no, no book again. The ones that are still in business, they don't bother. They don't bother. They, look, they know. They are aware of it. One day, one of our sisters gave us a testimony. And interesting story, no, not something that she explained. Somebody who told village, you no, know, real village, real, village witch, or this real, real one. That one told them that. When, if they want to do anything, that they walk like this. They go to a particular realm, and they call it the realm of light, to obtain permission for anything they want to do. And I said, I, this is not what we've been preaching for a long time. People will not tell that a witch got up and they went, listen, these are people, they are not believers. The man they are following is not, is not, is not born again. He's a, a whole mess of joke. Listen, if you're a child of God, <laughs> I know what I'm saying. If you're a child of God, even Satan knows. The head of the occult, they know. Ogoni people, they know. I told you, I heard a man in Benin, a Benin prince. He said that if you have been in the occult, you, you know the hierarchy in spiritual realm. That you will know it. Ah, those are the ones who used to watch all the Yoruba films. It was very interesting. But I just, he, he suddenly he would just, mm, he would say something's around. He would just know, ah. Some of them would just die in peace. Say, a senior guy has arrived. They just say there's no need. This man is too powerful. They all lie down there and die. And that one will take over. Yeah, look, the Lord is good. Let me just summarize it. Don't worry. Tell your neighbor, don't worry. It's not even a prayer point. Say witches. 
forces of darkness, they are not even prayer points. No witch. I keep on saying, witches don't share husbands, so they can't decide who gets, who does not get. I hope we are clear. Yes, sir. 